Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Jaden Delora withdraws from Texas State. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dave Schultz back with another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Uh, all right, we'll go over the uh, the Wednesday basketball action in a little bit and preview the Thursday basketball action uh, coming up later on today. But the uh, <laughs> it never ends in San Marcos. I don't know how crazier this can get unless... TJ Finley returns to play for Texas State. Uh, so, in the middle of watching one of the Reacher movies today, get a, a tweet or a, you know a DM from somebody uh, that tweeted out. Somebody else had tweeted out that Jaden Delora has withdrawn from Texas State. This is insane. What has gone on in a couple uh, in less than two weeks? So this is what I came up with. And I saw others do it as well. Today is the 24th. Or yesterday was the 24th. Today's the 25th. Yesterday was the 24th. January 11th. TJ Finley returning to Texas State. Took a little bit longer than everybody thought it would. But eventually he returns. All right. Jaden Delora on the 14th settles a civil lawsuit. Which I'm not sure we knew of at the time. Because we didn't really care at the time. Then January 15th, Delora transfers to Texas State. All right, that was a little bit odd. Uh, And then later on the next day, Finley enters the transfer portal. That didn't take very long. On the 22nd, Finley transfers to Western Kentucky. And on the 24th, yesterday, Delora leaves Texas State. We did not include on January 2nd, Malik Hornsby transferring from Texas State to Arkansas State and changing positions, apparently, becoming a wide receiver. And Craig Stutzman, the quarterback's uh, coach for Texas State, who apparently was vouching for Jaden Delora, he took the San Jose State job. So a lot is going on. We did, this is the fifth Texas State, at least, starting portion of the podcast uh, to begin with, right? We had TJ Finley returning to Texas State. We had Texas State's TJ Finley into the portal. And that's probably when we did Jaden Delora because I think we had the Kane Womack stuff in between. And then what is going on at Texas State? And then as the Texas State's, as Texas, as the Texas State Bobcats turn. So this is, Episode number five, where we are featuring 
Texas State to begin with. I, I know it's sort of a uh, comes off, not it doesn't come off. It is a you know Sun Belt West kind of slanted uh, podcast. And I apologize. I need to do a better job uh, with that. But it is insane what's what's been going on, right? And so some of this is on you know the athletic department, GJ Kinney. Some of it is on TJ Finley. Obviously, a lot of it is on Jaden Delora, right? If you are not accused, if you don't do the things that you were accused of doing, this would not have been a problem. So again, if you've missed this, although we've talked about it incessantly, as we mentioned, Finley comes back to Texas State. Then Jaden Delora transfers to Texas State. And then Finley leaves. Then we find out about all the stuff about Jaden Delora which I'm sure I got to believe that they, they knew about. And G.J. Kinney in Texas State put out a statement. He never pled guilty to criminal charges, but he settled a civil lawsuit. Well, in Hawaii, there are no criminal charges for that kind of crime, I guess, if you want to call it that, because they're minors. So that was kind of playing with the language a little bit. He tried to justify what they did. And then the only coach that they named by name was Craig Stutzman, who is now as the San Jose State offensive coordinator. And then while this was all going on over the last couple of days, Western Kentucky announces and and TJ Finley announces he's going to Western Kentucky. Uh, You do have to give it up to the university star, the, the student newspaper. Again, you know, you know, a few weeks ago, G.J. Kinney, well, maybe not. I don't want to bring politics in. I could say G.J. Kinney could have run for governor. All right, I don't want to bring the, you know, Governor Abbott into this. He's got a lot going on over there. I'm not, I'm not getting into this, but it's just a, you know, a, it's just a saying, a cliche. He could run for governor. That's how popular G.J. Kinney was. Certainly could have run for mayor of San Marcos. And they made a mistake. They tried to... um Part of it, why it's T.J. Finley's fault is because he waited a long time. And, you know, G.J. Kinney can't be caught with his pants. Well, maybe we're not going to say that either. All right. So we're not going to use that cliche. He needs to be prepared in case T.J. Finley left. But, and this happens all the time. All right. It's not great, but it happens all the time that offers are withdrawn. So we have signing day coming up here, what, in a couple of weeks. And you will see right before signing day, you're certainly seeing it now. You see these kids who have been committed for schools, not for a couple of weeks, not for a couple of months, but like six months or eight months. I like to thank all the coaches and, you know, all, all of the people that I've gotten to meet and all the other recruits, but I'm going to open up my, my recruit, my recruitment is open again. That is most of the time, not all the time, but I believe most of the time that is the coaching staff taking the scholarship away and saying, you know, you need to, you need to move on. And so, it it saves face, basically, is what it does. It doesn't make the kid look bad. The kid gets to say, thank you. I've changed my mind. I'm going to go somewhere else. But in essence, it's the team telling the player, you need to go somewhere else, all right? That happens all the time. And you'll see it if we haven't even seen it already. And so when TJ Finley came back, TJ Kinney probably t- should have told Jaden Delora, thanks, but no. Sorry, we were interested I'm I'm sorry for the timing. It stinks. I get it. But I got to go with the guy who who I got to go with the guy who brought me eight wins and a bowl victory. All right. 
at the same time, they I don't know, it hasn't been that fast, but it, it, it you know, they kind of nipped this in the bud before it got too out of control. I think there was a, a protest on campus on Friday where there was one scheduled. This was not going to go well for G.J. Kinney, the athletic department, or Jaden Delora. And he just says, I don't, I don't, I don't need this, right? I, I need to figure out on how I can get my life back on track. And I presume G.J. Kinney did the same thing. Like, you need to go. I don't, maybe Jaden did, maybe Jaden did the whole thing on his own, but maybe, you know, someone said, you, you know, why don't you withdraw and we just move on and, and it makes us look good. I mean, the whole statement was one sentence. Jaden DeLara has withdrawn as a student at Texas State University and will not be part of the Texas State football program. That is it. That's the whole statement from Texas State. It has been a fiasco from the start. As if this time isn't tough enough with kids transferring in and kids transferring out and, you know, you know, early enrollees, you know, getting into school and, you know, picking up the program and starting the workouts and everything that goes on with the college football program. And Texas State brought on a headache that they did not need. Again, the, the university star needs some props. Uh, they, they got the statement from G.J. Kinney. They did the reporting. They wrote a pretty heavy editorial putting wins in, tr- in, in, in front of ethics and morals. And obviously that hit home with somebody. Maybe hit home with Jaden Delora. I don't know. But they have moved on. Right now on the Texas State roster, the quarterbacks are P.J. Hatter, 6'2", 185-pound redshirt freshman. That may be from last night or from last year. Uh, Carson Kaiser, uh, 6'3", 210-pound redshirt sophomore. And Brad Jackson, a 5'11", 180-pound freshman so those are probably last year's let's see here no that's this year it says 2024 roster so that's what they're looking at uh moving forward we'll see if they bring somebody in jordan as i pointed out taking a quick look among others uh jordan mcleod is still in the uh, transfer portal the sunbelt player of the year from jmu he's looking for a home you also have jared guest from coastal carolina so there are some quality candidates still available. And I would presume that he, that GJ Kinney has already been on the phone with many different quarterbacks to see who would fit. And if they are interested in going to Texas state. All right. I'm sure there'll be more. We're going to get another transfer in. And again, the only way that this would be any crazier is if TJ Finley comes back. (laughs) I don't know. I guess that is feasible these days. But that would certainly be a, a whirlwind of a couple of weeks. All right, let's take a timeout. Uh, college basketball on Wednesday night. Um, not, it kind of got the games that we were expecting. It, it, you know, it's just it's not really good matchups right now. Nothing tonight either for the most part. The better matchups will be on Saturday. All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we will talk about the Wednesday night action. Troy bounces back uh, after a couple of road losses. They snap their two-game losing streak. We'll do that next after I tell you a little bit about eBay Motors. 
passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easier to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only available to U.S. customers. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's check out the action from Wednesday night in the Sunbelt. The game that I watched, I watched James Madison in Old Dominion, and (laughs) I got this one wrong in a big way. Thought Old Dominion make cover. Uh, I was eight and a half. I think I saw seven and a half on Wednesday. Uh, all James Madison, 78-62. Uh, they got this ball game up to a 23-point lead. Terrence Edwards got tossed. Uh, it didn't look good when you saw it. He he kind of pushed uh, R.J. Blakeney down. R.J. Blakeney did a dive as well. There was a little, little shove in the shoulder, and we're in, you know, award season, and Blakeney needed a little... Uh, mini Oscar for that performance because he got Edwards tossed out. Edwards wasn't having a particularly good game despite James Madison's easy win. Only had six points on one of six shooting. Uh, Wooden had 23 points for uh, the Dukes. Uh, Noah Friedel had 15. Uh, let's see here. Bickerstaff had uh, 12 and Brown had 10. Uh, Williams had 14 and uh, Jenkins had a 10 for the Monarchs. Off the bench, Olette had 15. Should mention ODU tried to come back a couple of times. They had a shot. They got it down to 11. That uh, that eight and a half point spread was being uh, challenged, but uh, all OD, uh, all JMU, they're now 18 and two, uh, six and two in the conference. ODU, five and 15, one and seven in the conference. The big matchup on Saturday, JMU visits lovely Boone, North Carolina to take on App State. All right, Troy, they. Uh, snap their uh, two-game uh, losing streak, 78-65 over Texas State. Uh, this was close uh, at the end of the first half, but Troy goes on a 9-1 to run to take a five-point lead. They were down 33-30 and went into halftime 39-34 ahead. And then it was close for about seven, eight minutes in the second half, and then Troy built a 10-point lead, and the Trojans again win it by 13-78. Uh, 65. Uh, Rigsby had 20 points for uh, Rigsby had 20 points for Troy. 
on seven to ten uh, shooting, also grabbed nine rebounds off the bench. Uh, Christian Eugene had seventeen. Is that right? Coming off the bench, okay. He had seventeen, and Connor uh, Connorway uh, he had uh, fourteen. Uh, Rigsby was the only one who played more than thirty minutes for the starters. Again, Troy plays a lot of players, but Eugene still played twenty six minutes. Connorway Connorway uh, played twenty four, and it, you know it is uh, it spread pretty evenly throughout for Troy. Uh, for Texas State, uh, you did have a Dawson with twelve points. On 412 shooting. Troy improves to 12 and 8. They are 6 and 2 in the conference. They will host South Alabama, who beat them last Thursday or last week. Uh, they beat them uh, before the weekend. So a chance for Troy to uh, get one back from their rivals from the South. Texas State drops to 7 and 13, 1 and 7 in conference play. I wasn't sure which way this was going to go. I went the way of the home team, and Marshall snaps their three game. Losing streak with a 77-68 win over Georgia State. Georgia State all of a sudden has lost th- uh, uh, three in a row. Uh, so 77-68, Marshall beats Georgia State. Uh, Georgia State had a lead at half, 30-29, to but mostly all Marshall in uh, the second half. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and Anna Kelly uh, Keelan had <clears throat> 22 points. Uh, Martin had 15, and Kerfman had a 13. For Georgia State, uh, Odom had 21, and Lane had 15. Tucker off the bench had 11. Marshall improves to 10 and 11, 5 and 3 in conference play. Georgia State drops to 9 and 10, and 4 and 4 in conference play. And Southern Miss continues to roll. Again, no Andre Curbelo and no Victor Hart. Uh, and they easily beat Coastal Carolina 79-63. Uh, rather dominating performance by uh, the Golden Eagles. Uh, Austin Crowley played all 40 minutes. Ouch. <laughs> he played all 40 minutes. Didn't have all that particularly good of a game. Did dish out seven assists. Seven points on just two of ten a shooting. Uh, Ivory led the way, though, with 28 points. And uh, Montgomery had 11 Armstrong had 10 off of the bench for uh, Southern Miss. For Coastal Carolina, Meyer had 14 points. Uh, Ojiako had 10. Off the bench, easily had 18 points for uh, Coastal Carolina. Southern Miss improves to 12 and 8, 6 and 2 in the conference. And Coastal Carolina drops to 5 and 14. Overall, two and six in the conference. Who does Southern Miss have on? They're at Marshall on Saturday. See, Southern Miss, they're at Marshall, at Arkansas State, and at Texas State. Those were all very winnable ball games. Not the easy. I mean, Marshall uh, all of a sudden has lost three in a row. Arkansas State, these games are going to be tough on the road. Uh, Even Texas State, but they have a little bit of a shot to go on a little bit of a run. The back of the... The end of the season is not going to be easy. They play, oh boy, they play South Alabama and the Cajuns on back-to-back weekends, first at home and then on the road. So they have to, uh, they have to set themselves up to be in a position to, you know, if they do split those weekend series, they'll be in good shape. So they have to do some well. They have to win now, basically. All right, let's take a timeout. Um, when we come back, we'll preview 
Thursday's action, tonight's action, uh, Cajuns are hosting Arkansas State. Uh, Brian Hodgson, a new dad. So congratulations to him. Uh, and uh, we will uh, we'll preview those matchups on Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day when we come back. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, continuing to thank you for subscribing. Uh, we're getting a, a couple of subscribers here and there. Please, if you see the uh, video on YouTube, please like it. Please share it. It's a big help. Uh, softball is not too far away. Baseball is right around the corner uh, as well, less than a month to go. Uh, we're getting comments on, we're getting some good comments. I'm getting some messages as well. So that's that's very kind. And I do appreciate people are filling me in. It's tough to follow all 14 teams, getting all of the inside information. Uh, so I appreciate any comments and information uh, you give me. Uh, one of the guys, uh, uh, I think Mark, filled me in on the Dexter Williams transfer to Georgia Southern. I had not seen that. So I appreciate that. Please, in any of the comments, I will reply uh, to, to, well, the person replying is me. So if you're wondering, it is absolutely me. Uh, also, for the audio podcast, please, uh, you can uh, find that wherever you find your audio podcast. Just search Lockdown Sunbelt. Apple Podcasts and Spotify appear to be the most popular. So, again, thank you so much for subscribing. And uh, let's wrap up this episode of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team, every day. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team, every day. Let's check out Thursday's action, as we mentioned uh the Cajuns taking on Arkansas State. The Cajuns got going against uh, Arkansas State. All of a sudden, they've won three in a row. And it started with a pretty good win against Arkansas State. They were facing a one and four start. They had just lost to uh, Troy 79-73 on the road. And they and Arkansas State's pretty, you know, has has turned things around right in the Sun Belt compared to what they were doing uh, to begin the season. And the Cajuns kind of won that ball game. Didn't, didn't have all that much difficulty with it. 84 77. Then they beat Texas state and then they beat South Alabama. So they went from Troy to Jonesboro to San Marcos to uh, mobile. There may have been a couple stops in uh, Lafayette uh, in between. But as we mentioned, this is a very favorable schedule for the Cajuns. We mentioned the favorable schedule for Southern Miss, although a lot of that's on the road. These were all at home. Arkansas State, Texas State, Monroe, South Alabama, and Georgia State. Then you are getting Bowling Green. That's not going to be easy. But those five games are on the road. They will be favored in every single one of those ball games, except maybe Bowling Green. We'll see where we are. Although if they have won eight in a row, they will be favored against Bowling Green. All right, let's see what the uh, see if we got a line here. Uh, Cajuns three and a half. I'd probably take that. I'd go with the Cajuns. They're not that big of a line uh, at home. It is only three and a half. Hosanna Contingi playing extremely well. We need we the Cajuns. Sorry, the Cajuns need to get a little bit more offensive production and less turnovers from uh, their point guards. We mentioned Themis Folks and Michael Thomas were playing a lot more. Um, and they were like three for 15 from the floor. Got to have a little bit more off offensive production. A lot of that is because you know, they're the ones going to the hoop and they got to finish at the hoop and then make free throws. Uh, all right. App State hosting uh, Georgia Southern. That's not actually a bad matchup. 
We'll see how Georgia Southern does on the road. They play much better at home. App State six and one, 15 and four overall. Georgia Southern four and 15, four and three overall. App State actually has a quad one ranking, if you will. Heard that tonight, didn't realize, or heard it last night. Didn't realize it. Auburn, excuse me, who lost to Alabama and before this had 16, they're 16 and 0. And all of those are two, three, and four quad wins. They're 0 and 2 with quad one games. I was like, well, hold on. How can that be? Well, if you're ranked in the top 75 and you go on the road, that's a quad one loss. That's impressive. All right. So App State has a quad one win, obviously, but Auburn's Auburn's loss is a quad one loss, and that's to App State. So although we'll see if App State's NET goes down because Auburn lost. <laughs> so that could affect them. Uh, this is a lot of points. I probably stay away from this one. 16 and a half. I that that one of those lines where I just don't have a good feeling. I wouldn't be surprised if App State, you know, blows them out, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Georgia Southern gives them a good battle. Uh, and then you got Monroe taking on South Alabama. See if South Alabama can turn it around. They had won three in a row before they took on the uh, Cajuns last week. Monroe won their first ball game in uh, the Sun Belt on Saturday. Uh, that was over uh, ODU. So we'll see uh, what happens there. Uh, both teams have losing records in the conference. South Alabama 10 and 9 overall, 3 and 4 in the Sun Belt. Monroe 5 and 12 overall, 1 and 6 in the Sun Belt. Monroe is one of those tough places to play. Be careful. Uh, spread is South Alabama by three and a half. I'll take South Alabama on the road. By the way, based on the what my picks were, I went three and one on Wednesday. I did lose the JMU game, but I did go three and one on the picks. It should be duly noted because, well, my picks haven't been all that good. So when I'm winning, I'm going to point it out. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll be back uh, on Friday to, to recap what happens uh, in basketball, in the Sun Belt, and probably more Texas State news. <laughs> We're bound to have more Texas State news. These guys in the portal do not take long to transfer. So when when that starts to go, we could have another quarterback transferring to Texas State. We shall see. All right, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of Lockdown Sun Belt, your team every day. Uh, have a great Thursday, everybody, and we'll talk to you again on Friday.